0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live.
1: Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
2: Apple's buy now, pay later scheme. These are things that I I hate the buy now, pay later model. This is all credit cards are, right? They're they're buy now, pay later, and I hate them for that reason as well. If you can't afford something, you don't really need to be buying it. I understand for major purchases like houses and stuff like that, you're realistically probably never going to save up. You know, two hundred and thirty thousand dollars, or whatever it costs to buy a house. Sure, some people can, but most people, that's asking a bit much. However, the abundance of credit cards and these buy now, pay later apps—they just gotten absolutely out of control. I, I know for a fact my sister uses them. She's—I love my sister to death, but she's always the person I think of when I think of these these types of you know. Uh, Categorically bad decisions, and categorically isn't the word I'm looking for, but just a habit of utilizing these instant gratification bad decisions, like rent a center, Uber Eats. Uber Eats is definitely one of them, and I mean, I use my my fair share of DoorDash, but not to the extent that my sister does. Like, I watched her when I was, I think I was there down there for my father's funeral. I don't remember now exactly why I was there or what trip this was, but. She ended up getting DoorDash to her house, like, four two-liter drinks, instead of just, like, going going to the the store. store. Yeah. This is an update to a story that we've been talking about a few days ago. It looks to me like nothing is going to actually happen with this China-Taiwan affair. And uh, for for those who haven't been paying attention, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, recently went to Taiwan, and she gave some sort of stupid politician speech there, and this made the... Chinese government, which claims ownership of Taiwan, very, it made them very upset. And they they threatened to, I don't think they overtly threatened to blast her jet out of the sky, but they did make some threats. And they were, they invaded the territorial waters and skies of Taiwan today, apparently, Uh, which isn't really new for China, but they did it. And while... uh, As I understand it, Nancy Pelosi was still there and on the ground. I can only imagine this this bitter husk of an evil human being Mm. who has been protected her entire life by being one of the elites suddenly finds herself in what may actually be a war zone. And she was the one who caused it. I can't imagine how terrified she was, but however terrified she was, it wasn't enough to make up for all of the evil that she's actually done.
3: If we went to World War II because of Nancy Pelosi, I would be so, I mean three, sorry. Sure. I would be so annoyed because I just, I don't care what happens to her. She's such a piece of crap. She's been on the public dole her entire life.
2: The English Language Global Times, that's a news outlet in China that is aligned with the Chinese Communist Party because, I mean, they all are. Included in a post early Wednesday that conventional missiles are expected to fly over the island of Taiwan for the first time in response to...
3: What do they do that for? Like, practice? Because, like, they're not hitting anyone, right? I think it's more of a threat, right?
2: I would feel threatened if, yeah. if someone was firing rockets over my house or my island or whatever. Yeah. to To me, that's like saying, hey, look... You're within range of Hmm. our rockets. Yeah, I can do this if I want to, Yes, basically. So that's what they're planning to do. Other posts have indicated China's military operations serve as a rehearsal for the forced reunification of the mainland and Taiwan, which Beijing considers nothing more than a renegade province. It is both unprecedented and highly provocative, said Taylor Fravel, an expert on Chinese military decision making and a professor at MIT. He adds it is... This is the, the proposed missile launches over Taiwan. He adds that it is clearly designed to intimidate the people of Taiwan and underscore the threat of Chinese missiles to the island.
3: The issue that a lot of people like Lincoln had with just freeing the slaves was that they would suddenly be, you know, cheap labor for other people to hire and white people would be priced out.
2: Like, I seem to recall some other world leader at some point in the last few centuries, who also targeted this race of people and was like, hey, look, we need to take them all and we need to herd them together into these camps and then send them off to, like, Madagascar or something like that. Of course, that would have been Adolf Hitler and that was the initial plan with the Jews. Of course, that wasn't how that plan ended up developing, but his plan, as he wrote in Mein Kampf, was absolutely to get all of the Jews out of Europe and send them to, I think, Madagascar was the country that he picked.
3: But... Abraham Lincoln is good, and Adolf Hitler is bad. Well, they're all evil
2: tyrants, and Lincoln did the same thing back during the Civil War that uh, the the Philippine, not the Philippine, the Ukrainian guy Zelensky is doing now in Ukraine, that the Chinese government is doing in China, that the Russian government is doing in Russia, and that the United States government is doing now. Um, Lincoln arrested journalists. He editors of newspapers were arrested. He had a senator, an actual U.S. senator, deported. From the United States, because he didn't like what the senator had to say or something. They suspended habeas corpus, just a horrific tyrant. There was one editor who wrote while Abraham Lincoln was president something to the effect of, if he wins another term, I hope that we find a courageous hand to drive a dagger into this tyrant's heart. Mm. Apple has a buy now, pay later thing. I don't think we ever really characterized what this was. There's a lot of these apps where you don't need a credit check. You don't need any of this sort of nonsense they give you like a hundred dollar limit or whatever you spend a hundred dollars and you you know you pay them fifty dollars every two weeks for the next you know eight weeks or whatever so they they probably charge considerable amounts of interest or something like that but you don't need a credit check you don't it's not a credit card or any of that stuff but you are buying it on credit and you end up paying two to three times probably i mean I'm thinking about rental centers and credit cards and stuff like that. We just end up paying significantly higher amounts for stuff. I've never used one of these buy-now-pay-later apps. Do you mean, like,
3: Klarna? Because you don't pay interest with the ones I've used, but maybe there are some. So, Apple's is a little
4: different, as far as I know, because I actually have a confession to make. I actually have used this feature for Apple. I was buying an iPhone, and essentially, they forced me. They didn't force me. That's very dramatic. In order in order to um, use the buy now, pay later feature to get this iPhone. Like I, I wanted to finance it, right? And yeah. I needed to get their Apple credit card in order to do it. And I was kind of like, whatever, I need to get the phone, so I will do it. So I got the credit card, and then I used the buy now, pay later feature feature on their credit card. And I don't know, I think I had like 12 months where it was interest free. Most people finance a car, have a car payment, paying for their car. Oh, I want a new car. And then, you know, they just roll it into their new car payment. So people get really
2: stuck. Do those sort of people really exist? Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom, my
4: sister. I know so many people like that who are like, finance a car. They always want the newest car, always want the newest iPhone. And they're just constantly in debt for the rest of their life. And... These companies love it. Apple loves that you're always in debt to them. Car companies love that you're always in debt to them. Same with banks and you know people having mortgages and things like that. It's
2: yeah, because then you don't never act- powerful, yeah. Yeah, then you don't ever actually own anything. Yeah, you yeah. own
4: nothing and you like it.
2: Yeah, these people never actually own their cars. They just perpetually lease them. I had heard about this sort of thing back when I was in high school. Uh, our assistant principal was constantly every like every two or three years he would lease a new car or whatever, and everyone in my family was like, Oh, that, "That's such a stupid way to buy a car." I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure, but you bought your car for six hundred dollars and it's missing a transmission, so I don't think you get to criticize people at this point." But they, they would all criticize him, saying, "He's never going to pay it off, you know. As soon as, as soon as two years later, he's going to get a new one and he's going to start over from the beginning." I was like. That's silly. There can't really be people out there mm-hmm. doing that. And yeah. I've always heard this about cell phones as well. I've heard rumors of these mythical people, right? Who I have to have the latest and greatest iPhone. And I missed that entire fashion statement, right? Because to me, that's what Apple products are they're fashion statements. Yeah. When I did IT work, we had an attorney who all their entire office was Apple. And I didn't do any Apple stuff. And I still don't do any Apple stuff. But it didn't require me to do Apple stuff to administer their server, which wasn't running Apple, obviously, because all of their Apple stuff just automatically worked together. And that's the benefit that Apple has when they make all of these different things. And
4: it's it's totally not worth it, though. For some people, it works very good. But the thing about Apple is they only have one of everything, you know? So you only have very few options for different computers. They only have iPhone. You know, you don't get to select and they only work with other apple things so i got to the point where i was like this macbook is really really expensive and there are way better computers out there for way cheaper and i'm just trapped with this macbook so it gets to the point where it's like you might as well just phase out of apple products if you're that kind of person because it is super convenient but you're not getting the most bang for your buck and you're not getting actual good quality tech
2: but there are ways of getting around all of those problems, right? Like, my home network, if if I want to transfer a photograph to my desktop or whatever so I can edit it, it's going to take me about a half a second to do. What I never understood was why macbook and garage band which is their their software yeah. for music why that took over the in the music industry to the extent where people are like oh my god you you don't have a macbook and and garage band how how do you think you're going to make music it's inferior software and i don't know i don't think this is true of photoshop or any of the other well they don't do photoshop that's adobe but any of the other stuff that um, MacBooks do that is very well—photo editing, video editing, all of that great stuff—that they're supposed to be top of the line at—I don't know if they are or not. But I know when it comes to music stuff, give me give me like Windows and Pro Tools and or Cakewalk or something like that, and it's going to be better software than what you get with Mac. But I've never been a big fan of Macs. I. It's so weird to me. One of my friends does use iPhones, and like, she'll hand me her phone, and she's like, "Hey, go, go whatever." And I'm just paralyzed looking at this thing, having no idea. Where, I feel like my grandmother sitting down in front of, you know, a a brand new phone that she's never seen before. Like, what, what am I supposed to click on here? That's how I feel with androids.
4: I'll try to look something up on somebody's phone, and I'm like, "Where, where is it? What can you?" explain it to me again. What do I do? Like I'm 90 years old. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: So we're, we're trying to get into this article about uh, Apple's buy now, pay later thing. So, so tell us what's going on with it.
4: Yeah. So Apple is being accused of potential consumer data misuse with its buy now, pay later service.
2: Hey, Daily
1: Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. Visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you.
0: I, too, had heard uh, uh, statements about, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln's, uh, uh, you know, little secrets that he wasn't really uh, pro, uh, you know, freeing the slaves and so forth. But I came across uh, a- a information uh Basically, his second inaugural address. If anyone wants to just read through that, uh, his second inaugural address. I think he really poured out his uh, his true feelings if he kept them hidden, uh, and uh, he did that in March 19. I mean, 1865, and a few weeks later, he was assassinated because he he really gets down to some uh, crucial words about how that. Uh, uh, that the loss of the slaves, the blood that was shed, and so forth, in their enslavement, it should be uh, there should be a reciprocation for it. And uh, I think if they were if they were pausing, you know, uh, about assassinating him when he made those comments, I think they that pushed him over the edge as far as people that really were pro-slavery. But uh, when I came across that uh, second inaugural address of Lincoln, uh, it, it just uh, kind of it gave me pause.
2: I'm not willing to say that someone can do something that is so evil that redemption is just impossible for them.
3: I don't think I'm not saying that I don't think people can change. I just don't think that we need to talk about Abraham Lincoln like he was some kind of a great savior like the people do today or that he's any different than Xi Jinping. If Jinping two weeks before he died said, you know what, I'm sorry for all the stuff I did to the Uyghurs. You know, that's wrong. I should probably pay them. Then he got assassinated. I'd still think he was a piece of crap that's probably burning in hell.
2: Well, I do have Lincoln's second inaugural address here. So, to my surprise, it's very short. Uh, that this was apparently in the era before a politician would spend an hour and a half, you know, bloviating endlessly about you know the recession and uh, tax rates and what, all the the things they're going to do on day one. And it, and thank you so much for the call tonight here, John. I, I did end up cutting you off there because John, for those who weren't aware, is a truck driver. So there was a, the wind I imagine that we heard was, you know, the window being down and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, awesome takes, John. Thank you so much. Fellow countrymen, at this second appearing to take the oath of the presidential office, there is less occasion for an extended address than there was at the first. Then a statement somewhat in detail of a course to be pursued seemed fitting and proper. Now at the expiration of four years, during which public declarations have been constantly called forth on every point and phase of the great contest, which still absorbs the attention and engrosses the energies of the nation, it occurs to me how much Abraham Lincoln or no, you, how much Zelensky is like Abraham Lincoln. People are like, yeah, yeah. I know they're so inspirational. So great, great histories that will be remembered throughout the eons. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you don't <laughs> understand. They were evil.
3: That's why I chose to compare him to Xi Jinping
2: certainly that that is the leader in china the what not leader see they they got me using their terminology and i don't like that that's the ruler in china these people aren't leaders a leader is someone you want to follow because they inspire you or be for whatever reason you know maybe you just think like their haircut or whatever i don't care what your reasons are that's what a leader is someone that you choose yeah it's voluntary a ruler is someone who says obey me or be punished And this is one of the this is a common thread in human history. That that's what rulers always say. That's what the God of the Bible told people. That's what all of these religions use, and that's what the current dominant religion in the globe today, the state, uses in order to, you know, perpetuate its ideas. obey or be punished. There's no just a leader would offer you a reason that you should obey. It's like yeah. Follow me and you'll become wealthy. Like 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 Jesus Christ when he was recruiting people, said, "Follow me and I will make you fishers of men," he said to I think um Peter and no, it wasn't it wasn't Peter.
3: In public school I faced or I had this all the time with my teachers. I never was trying to, you know, get get a rise out of them. I really thought of teachers when I was like a, in middle school as like all-knowing and they must know everything about the subject they're teaching. And I remember so many times in a biology class, there was just this one specific time that stuck out to me because I was so annoyed by her, where we were learning, like, something with the word Gattaca, you know, how, like, this letter goes to this letter, I just wanted, I was like, the re- explain to her, the reason I'm not just not getting this is because I don't know what the heck this is you're just you want me to just memorize that but I I really need to know what the heck this thing is these cells that are connecting or whatever you're talking about obviously I don't know what I'm talking about because that biology class t- uh, teacher was awful and she got so mad at me and was just like you don't need to know all of the processes that got us to here you just need to memorize that g goes to a goes to t whatever she's really mad because she doesn't, she doesn't know, know the answer that occurred to me later yeah like so annoying
2: I had the same is- issue in uh, math in high school, though. I mean, despite ending up majoring in physics for, briefly in college, you know, falling in love with mathematic- mathematics in high school, I hated it. And it, the, what, the, the one thing I remember most is the definition that we were given for a circle and a radius, where a, a radius was, no, a circle was all of the points a given distance from a center, I realize how awful it sounds but the only one who can protect your privacy first of all is you. If you're using you know a visa card or your banking app or whatever, they're going to know generally what you're purchasing, what sort of shops you're purchasing, you're shopping at. Like they may not know that you like pumpkin spice lattes, but they know how much you're spending at Starbucks. Yeah. So they know to serve you a a Starbucks ad or a Dunkin' Donuts ad. The only one who can protect you from all of that is you. But worst case scenario, from what I've seen of these, they're completely useless. You're not going to get served in advertisement for something until you've already decided you want it and you go out of your way to purchase it.
4: And at that point, I've already purchased it so you can stop bombarding me with ads for it because I don't need it anymore because I already bought it.
2: Exactly. And that's what targeted advertising has become on the Internet. I understand the ideas behind it and how effective it could work. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Aria bought the the one I remember the most was when I bought a some I bought a keyboard of off of musician's friend like two years ago or something like that I don't remember how long ago it was and for like the next week or two I was just served ads for uh, this is a music keyboard by the way I was just served ads for keyboards everywhere from, like on Facebook through Amazon everyone wanted to sell me a keyboard I'm like a keyboard. I don't need. I just Three. bought one. <laughs> right? Well, consumerism says that you at least need two. In order for the phone to hear me say "Hey Google" or "Hello Siri" or whatever it is people are saying to wake up their phones and you know, get that voice functionality, that device has to has to always yep. be listening for you to say those things. And all of that stuff is being sent to Amazon and Google yep. and Apple to be processed. So that it can figure out what you're saying, and I don't know what it's doing with all of those that massive log of text that or communications that it has of you know people speaking to my phone or with someone else's phone or whatever. But it's not good.
3: It used to do this thing where I when I had Siri on my phone, um, where I would just be having a normal conversation with somebody, and then later I would take my phone out of my pocket, and it transcribed the entire thing onto my phone as if I was asking Siri a question. And it's it just says like, I'm not sure what you're, you're asking, but it had like the conversation word for word on there and I never yeah, said, hey, Siri.
2: So that's unfortunate because transcribing a conversation like that could actually be like a useful feature. I wouldn't want Siri to do it, but it's if you had bad. some sort of some sort of software I could install that would transcribe the entire show here and would do a reasonably good job of that. Yeah. That would be convenient. Okay, let's talk about this. But yeah. normally they don't work that well. Malware has hit millions of Android users, according to Tom's guide. Delete these apps right now. There's a new report of auto-starting Android malware infecting millions of devices, and we have a list of more apps you'll want to delete, according to Tom's guide. And we're not going to go go over the full list. You'll get a, a gist of the idea. You can find it at... I mean, just look up malware hits 10 million Android users and find the Tom's Guide link and you'll find the full list of, you know, apps.
3: Maybe it'll answer this question, but is it only apps that were downloaded from Google Play and not like the same apps downloaded through an APK?
2: It does suggest that they were downloaded through the Google Play Store. Uh, Now... In my experience, I've never had any issue downloading APKs from places that weren't the Google Play Store. You know, supposedly, if they haven't been checked out, so they could be malware or whatever. I've never run into that, I guess, to my knowledge, at least. Another batch of malicious apps filled with adware and malware has managed to slip past Google's defenses and it up on the Play Store in order to trick unsuspecting users into downloading them. These 36 malicious apps pose as image editing tools, virtual keyboards, system optimizers, wallpaper changers, and other useful tools. A system optimizer? Look. No. Just no. None of that PC doctor crap.
3: Was McAfee basically malware? Because I always thought that it was a stupid, useless thing that would always pop up on my parents' computers.
2: McAfee antivirus? Uh, It was good for, like, the first few years. I mean... I I hate all antivirus because I did IT and people have this mentality that if they have an antivirus, then they're safe and they can do whatever they want. It's the equivalent of thinking that if you're wearing protection during sex, you can do whatever you want or, you know, well, I was wearing a glove. I don't know why, you know, it. The lawnmower chopped my hand off. I, I was wearing a glove, just like you said. And that's what antivirus is for people. The, that's the first question that I was asked. Well, how did I get a virus? I had Norton 360. Okay, I understand you had bloatware installed on in your computer. You still, you, individual user, you installed this virus. It didn't install itself, right? That's what they always want to have you believe. That it's just, I don't know where it came from. Really? You really don't know how you got this virus? I'm willing to give it to you that you probably don't truly comprehend what series of bad decisions you made that led you to get this virus. But I've never seen a virus install itself. I've seen some hacking, and I've seen people install ransomware and stuff like that remotely. But that's due to different vulnerabilities that other people made. And that's generally what these people do. They install this toolbar. They promises is a system optimizer. It's going to make their computer fast again bleeping computer is a fantastic website um I, I used to use them back in the day for all of the that's where you, if you get a virus or you're you want to be on the cutting edge of virus and antivirus and dealing with them bleeping computer is the way to go
4: so i'm just wondering how it so it's saying that it was subscribing people for like premium memberships
3: without their consent
4: but yes it how sounds do you, that way because well, your because credit, people
3: have sorry their credit cards on their phones That's, I've never oh, used Apple pay like. okay so I'm like well how
4: do you do that because you would have to put in your information and in your card number but ah, people but, already have it saved yeah. yes
2: Google pay or Google play rather I think huh? Google pay does it yeah yes okay so Google play is the app store that Saves your credit card number, so all of those nifty ninety-nine cent purchases for those two hundred more gems—it's just a click of a button, right? If you had to put in your credit card information every time, these these uh, freemium apps would make a lot less money. Yeah, but they made it convenient. You know, it's just ninety-nine cents, and all you gotta do is tap this button, and it's ninety-nine cents, ninety-nine cents. Especially
3: for little kids having their parents' phones, like they can just do it.
2: And there's also Google Pay, which is a payments processor sort of thing, similar to like Apple Pay and Amazon Pay and all of these others, where presumably at, if you go to a gas station or whatever, you can just scan a QR code and it will, you have your credit card information already entered into Google Pay and it will take it directly from you. Presumably, or so we're told, that's somehow more convenient.
1: Bonnie has mentioned in the past that she is available to give dating advice, and I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what she has to say about that, but I also Well, she
3: is for a
2: a little while longer, at least.
3: Well, what kind of, like, do you have a specific question? I think I'm pretty good at it.
2: Yeah, totally. I appreciate that. Well, I
1: I wanted to say um, a couple weeks ago, you all were on the air together, and uh, you were talking about dating apps, and you made some comment about how men can hide their height if they're short. And then Nikki said something like, that's how they get you. And that definitely hurt because I'm a 37-year-old short man. So that that was painful. Uh, so
4: I, I just gonna... want to say I apologize for that. I was just making a joke. I have nothing against short guys. <laughs> I've dated short guys in the past. And so I just want that to be on the record that I was just making a joke.
1: Yeah, no, I I understand that completely. I don't I don't hold it against you at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, I don't I don't mean to you know make a big deal out of it, but I don't know. I'm just no, curious. I think it's a
2: fair um, criticism. I mean, your height is height is something that people can't control. Like you can gain weight, you can lose weight, you can exercise, you can do all of these things to you can yeah. dye your hair, you can put on makeup, but you can't change your height.